Welcome back to Clueless Content, the show that attempts to have meaningful conversations about things that we don't know anything about. I'm your host, Noah. I'm your other host, Becca Joy. And today, we're going to be talking about an interesting religion. I would say interesting in... In the Minnesota way, um, I'm just kind of really fascinated by it. So, have you ever heard or seen signs of or maybe even seen a church? Um, I think I've seen one in Chicago called the Church of Scientology. No, but I I have not seen a church, but I've heard that name. Okay, so... I originally got into this topic because there's this church by Stan's Donuts in Chicago, and it's called Church of Christ, Scientist. And I was always like, what the heck is that? And I looked it up, um, like I looked up the name, and then also this other podcast was talking about the Church of Scientology, and I thought they were the same thing, but they're not. I don't really know anything about Church of Christ scientists, so I can't really tell you anything about that and why they're different. Um, But the Church of Scientology was founded in 1954, so that's how many years ago? Oh, 60, I can count, less than 70 years ago. No. What? Because 54, 40, wait. Oh, yeah, 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 it's 64. 66. Okay, 66 years ago was when it was wow. founded. And now there's over 10,000 churches slash affiliated missions or groups. So not necessarily like 10,000 church buildings, but yeah. like they have different missions and groups and stuff, Um, which was important because I was thinking just churches and I was like, holy cow, what the heck. Um, <laughs> so... <clears throat> Here are kind of like their doctrine or whatever. Um, so they their god is the supreme being. That's its name. Supreme, supreme being. being. Yep. And um, so the supreme being equals God, which equals the eighth dynamic. I don't really know what the eighth dynamic is. All of this is from Scientology.org also. So you can find this all there too. Um, so Scientology addresses the spirit, not the body or the mind. Interesting. Um, and it believes that man is far more than a product of his environment or his genes, which is good and cool. Um, Scientology comprises a body of knowledge, which extends from certain fundamental truths. Um, so it's like, These are their fundamental truths, I guess. First, man is an immortal spiritual being. What that means, I'm not really sure. I don't know what a spiritual being is, but okay. Um, Two, his experience extends well beyond a single lifetime. Three, Excuse me. His capabilities are unlimited, even if not presently realized. Which I just have a lot of questions about. Um, Scientology also further holds man to be basically good, 
and that his spiritual salvation depends on himself, his fellows, and his attainment of, quote, brotherhood with the universe. Which is an interesting idea. Um, I was really reminded of the podcast in the um, Meaning and Purpose of Life series where we talked about humanism. Because they believe that humans, if I remember correctly, they believe that humans are basically good. Um, and just like in their core, good people. Um, which seems to be a thread in this religion. Um, so you, so those are the fundamental truths. And in this religion, you come to accept these truths. So there isn't dogma that's imposed on its believers. Um, and I think that that is something that outside of Christianity, people are like, oh, Christians impose these beliefs. And I think that as a Christian, I also think like, oh, in whatever religion, they impose the beliefs on their people. Um, but this religion says, we don't do that. You step by step come to understand and fully recognize and fully believes the believe these fundamental truths. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Do you have any thoughts about that? About that specifically? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like that idea. Um, I don't know how practical it is. I mean, if their mission is to evangel <laughs> like evangelize this message, which it might not be, but if it is, that doesn't seem very effective. But if it's not, then I think that that's really great and seems yeah. fitting with the rest of what you've told me so far. Yeah, and I think it's like almost polite, kind of, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, okay, so the ultimate goal of this religion is spiritual enlightenment and freedom. Um, freedom from... I don't really know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's probably, actually, I don't really know. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, okay, so this next quote um, that I'm going to say, again, it's from Scientology.org, and it kind of uh, sort of gives light to this goal. So, it says, quote, No culture in the history of the world, save the thoroughly depraved and expiring ones, has failed to affirm the existence of a supreme being. It is an empirical observation that men without a strong and lasting faith in a supreme being are less capable, less ethical, and less valuable to themselves and to society. A man without an abiding faith is an observation alone more of a thing than a man. End quote. So, I think that... Do you want me to read that again? Um, yeah. Okay. No culture in the history of the world, 
save the thoroughly and de thoroughly depraved and expiring ones, has failed to affirm the existence of a supreme being. It is an empirical observation that men without a strong and lasting faith in a supreme being are less capable, less ethical, and less valuable to themselves and society. A man without an abiding faith is, an obser is by observation alone, more of a thing than a man. Um, and I was really captivated by this quote because um, I think that what it's saying is that, um, well, okay, so kind of like breaking this quote down, I guess. Um, it's saying that there is no culture, basically, um, that hasn't affirmed the existence of some sort of God. Um, and in like that floods into my mind, okay, there's like, we have different cultures, like families have cultures, societies have cultures, religions have cultures, all these things. Um, and so I just thought that was really interesting that they kind of bring up that every culture has some sort of thing that they worship, um, which I'm just like super into talking about, like, especially like the religion of America. We talked a lot about in my Humane Letters 12 class. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so that's kind of the first part of the quote. And then it's saying that men are more like fully a person, I guess. So more ethical, um, capable, and valuable um, when they have some sort of thing that they worship. And um, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I think that is kind of cool. I'm not sure how much I agree, but I think it's a really cool, like, mission statement in order to add to this goal, in order to add to your religion is, like, it's almost a selling point. Like, you want to become more fully alive, like, more <laughs> helpful to your society, like, have a supreme being and, like, find your values, I guess. Yeah, we talked about... We I think we talked about this in that podcast you referenced earlier, though, in the, the part four of what is the meaning of life, um, how uh, it's just a good way of going. Okay, I agree with that statement <clears throat> that um, having a belief system, a higher being a whatever you want to call it most people call it religion brings i don't want to use the word value but meaning to a life and to a community and to a culture um a culture speaking from like a social science point of view always has values so i mean mm -hmm. i think that i would i don't necessarily think that religion always brings value but it is a value 
Um, yeah. And but I didn't like the thing in that quote that was said basically said, um, this is true for every single culture except for the ones that are weak and failing. Yeah, I think that is like, I don't think I fully agree with that. I think I see where they're coming from because like if you have, um, like you can disagree with this, but something that we brought up a lot in HL12 is that um, the religion in America is kind of like um, a religion of sports and there's there's a art like a fantastic article um on it <laughs> that I just remember reading and then also Sunday morning by that's poem but I don't remember who it's by Wall Stevens maybe I don't even know if that's a person um anyways so what was I saying oh yeah okay I get where they're coming from because so say the culture in America is a culture of sports um People go to sports instead of church on Sunday now. Kind of like the church building would be the sports field, whether it's Little League soccer or Major League Baseball. Um, and that's like a unifying point for our culture. Even though we have different sides, like the Twins or the Yankees or whatever, we still, like, we still are unified by this love for baseball or this love for football, or this love for rugby, or whatever it is. Um, And so I think that what they're saying, and kind of where they're coming from, is it gives unification. Um, Yeah, because I think, like, actually, no, I'm not going to make that statement, but, yeah. But also, I, like, don't really agree with it, because I think that a culture doesn't necessarily need one, but I think it's almost natural to create one. Yeah, I think that you can get kind of extreme or abstract in what you call a religion, like you were just describing. One could say that sport is a religion, but really what it comes down to is that it's a value or a tradition and values and traditions are essential to a culture so they're like by the definition of what a culture is you have to have some sort of value or tradition or else like there is there isn't a culture um so yeah i it almost seems like that part of that quote is not even necessary to say but that's kind of getting picky about it um i liked Going back to the three, what did you call them? The missions? To fundamental the, truths. Fundamental truths. Um, the experience extends beyond one lifetime. Immortals, virtual being. Yeah. And unlimited capabilities. I think I that sounds a lot like um, Middle Eastern religions. Um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's have, where especially right Hinduism. Now. Yes. Um. And same with the brotherhood with universe. Yeah. Um, and that I like, I like those ideas. Um, I, yeah, I think that there's some truths in those ideas. Um, and I also like the idea of the salvation depending on himself, but it seemed like it was on himself, but with others at the same time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like Which that. I like because I think that's something that Christianity sometimes, well, more specifically Catholicism, doesn't emphasize enough because of the sacrament of reconciliation. It seems like the only way to be forgiven is to go into the sacrament, but that's not true. Yeah. The sacrament, it, the purpose of the sacrament is to remove the stain on your soul that sinning causes. The reconciliation yeah. happens between you and God. I think also there's just like a fundamental lack of understanding when it comes to, um, this is going to be brief and then I'm going to bring back Scientology, but th- I think that there's a fundamental lack of understanding when it comes to the sacrament of confession, because yes, it is like, so that you can go and Catholics believe that the priest is in persona Christi and like in the person of Christ. So kind of like Christ is in front of you if you don't do the screen or Christ is like on the other side of the screen. Um, and it is to remove that stain, but it also is to say, um, your sins affect others and um in this moment you are recognizing that your sin affects the church mm-hmm. and it actually causes damage to the church because scripture says we are a body of christ and like you were saying we need to have that community of the body of christ but also um it's in confession that we should be recognizing that my sin is hurting the other people around me and I need to like I need to ask forgiveness from the church but going back to what you're saying um yeah I really like I'm here for their fundamental truths um was I the one I'm trying to find the one that I was really like okay so the brotherhood with the universe I don't really know what quote brotherhood with the universe means but I like the idea because it seems like there's almost a oneness with the universe, but not one like how I think we generally think of it, like becoming one with the universe, yeah. but almost like being in nature and just being like, whoa, this is something that was created and like recognizing what the world is, I guess. Um, I really like that. But I kind of what they wonder what they mean by universe. Like, do they mean like right now I'm looking at the trees, like that universe, or do they mean like the people, the places, the things, the trees, the clouds, the sky, whatever? Yeah. Um, I still don't really understand what their, um, vi- like what their vision of God is. Yeah. You said they call it the supreme being or the eighth dynamic. Yeah. And I don't really I don't really see how that plays into these fundamentals of the religion. Yeah, I don't really know. And how do you obtain spiritual enlightenment and freedom? I don't know. I think um I have okay, I have three more really quick points. One of them may yeah. answer your question in discussion. Wait, I have four quick points. Um, first, this is just kind of interesting, and again, links back to that meaning of life. Um, I think it was the first one that we did. Um, their origin of life is the theory of theta, so the life voice, 
force or spirit creating mass, which is a coined word for the physical universe, matter, energy, space, and time. And then, um, like I said before, they have a humanist view that man is good. And then this quote um, sort of brings light into what um, their belief is on man and also sort of what their belief is on the Supreme Being. So it says, his experiences, man, um, in the physical universe through many lifetimes have led him into evil where he has committed harmful acts or sins, causing him to become aberrated, departing from rational thought or behavior. These harmful acts further reduce man's awareness and innate goodness as a spiritual being. Through Scientology, one confronts these acts, erases the ignorance and aberration which surrounds them, and comes to know and experience truth again. So, I take that the spirit or the supreme being could like erases the ignorance but i don't really know weird yeah um also i was reminded i don't remember what religion we talked about but um that man has many lives and then also, it was interesting that I think, oh wait, never mind. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I really liked that, uh, the quote, these harmful acts further reduce man's awareness awareness and innate goodness as a spiritual being. Because um, then it's like, it's his evil affects his being and affects who he is and kind of like taints it, I guess. Yeah. Um, why is this called the Church of Scientology? Does that have anything to do with science? I literally think the only thing that has to do with science is the origin of life and then also, like, how it's so universe-focused. Well, the Greek root of science is the word for knowledge or to know. So maybe something with that. Yeah, maybe... I don't, I don't know. See, I was, yeah, because I was expect when you said Scientology, I was expecting, like, a joint of science and religion, and then when you were talking about how they prioritize the spirit and not the mind or the body, I was like, wait, what? And then you said the, that you're more than just... Your, the makeup of your genes. And I was like, okay, I have the wrong impression of this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. Um, that must be different than that church you saw in Chicago. Yes. So the church that I saw in Chicago, there's a difference. I don't know what it is because I didn't really look into that church. But there is a Scientology church in Chicago, which I also think I've seen. So... Um, I'm trying to see, I just pulled up, um, uh, the Scientology website. Okay, this is what it says about, going back to your question about the Supreme Being and really, like, what, 
like what's kind of the point of having a supreme being um i haven't read this quote so i don't know if it'll be helpful <laughs> this is from their website again it says unlike religions with judeo-christian origins, the church of scientology has no set dogma concerning god that it imposes on its members as with all its tenets, Scientology does not ask individuals to accept anything on faith alone. Rather, as one's level of spiritual awareness increases through participation in Scientology auditing and training, one attains his own certainty of every dynamic. According only with the seventh dynamic, spiritual, like in parentheses, spiritual, is reached in its entirety will one discover and come to a full understanding of the eighth dynamic, in parentheses, infinity, and one relation, one's relationship to the supreme being. So... Well, I still don't know what the eight dynamics are, but it sounds... This bit kind of sounds almost like this is something that you could be a Christian and a Scientologist. Like... It seems th- more like a way of life, a way of being, than a religion. But maybe that's what a religion is. Yeah, I th- I don't know. Oh, okay, okay, I just looked it up. The first dynamic is self. Second, creativity. Third, group survival. What? Fourth, that's species. Cool. Fifth, life forms. Sixth, physical universe. Seventh, spiritual dynamic. And the eighth is the infinity. And there's descriptions. This is on the Scientology website. I just like... I wonder what the role of the dynamics are, I guess. Yeah. So, the eighth dynamic must be kind of like... The goal of the whole thing because it says wait the eighth dynamic is the urge toward existence as infinity what the heck does that even mean (laughs) (laughs) so okay 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 it says the eighth dynamic is also called god the supreme being or creator yeah but it is correctly defined as infinity so can you achieve infinity No, no 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 Because then you're being God. So is it kind of like... Oh, okay. Urge towards existence as the infinity. So becoming more like... God. Okay, I like that. That's like... You like it because it agrees with your Christian morals. (laughs) I know, but I like... Okay. I don't disagree with that, I guess, is what I mean. The basic command, survive, is obeyed by all of life. What? Is subdivided into eight compartments so that each aspect of life can be more easily inspected and understood. These compartments are called the eight dynamics. Dynamic meaning urge, drive, or impulse. I That's like, cool. okay, I think the word drive is what, like, that makes I like, sense. sorry, I like this, like, the approach uh, to life is very, um, it fits with my temperament, one might say. 
Yeah. I, okay. I feel like this actually, like, they're very practical, almost. Um, I, yeah, I think, like, the dynamics are practical. So kind of, I was listening to our, um, the fourth part of the Me and Life podcast today t- with the paper I'm writing, um, and I was talking about, I think it was John Henry Newman's eight things, like eight steps for perfection. Oh, yeah. And this that. kind of reminds me of that. Like there's eight yeah. things to do to achieve or to get to know or become more like God. Yeah. Yeah, which is just kind of interesting. Um, yeah. So... Oh, cool. If you look on their website, they have a really cool picture of their church. <laughs> how, does that, um, how does that balance, though, with this almost, like, follow the script method versus salvation depends on yourself? Because it's what not, do you mean? Because I was thinking originally when I was saying I liked that idea that salvation depends <clears throat> on yourself as if your salvation is between you and God. Mm-hmm. Um, but this seems more like there's a certain methodology to obtain spiritual enlightenment and freedom, yeah. which you still have to do for yourself, but it's laid out for you. Yeah, I don't really... I'm just kind of confused, like, if salvation depends on yourself... Do you save yourself? Or... Right. Like, I don't know. I'm confused on that part. Because I feel like that's very, like, prideful. Basically. I don't know. Yeah, kind of want to learn more about it. Yeah, if any of our listeners are experts or practicers of Scientology, please tell us where we messed up completely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, um, one okay, never mind. Yeah, I was going to end with the quote, but never mind. Um, yeah, so I guess our question for our listeners is, what do you think of this Scientology? Um, are you a Scientologist? And um, what, I don't know, I'd be kind of curious to know what people's thoughts are on the compatibility of their understanding of Scientology and Christianity or Scientology and your religion. Um, do you have any last thoughts before we close it? Not really. Okay, cool. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts. You can send us an email at cluecopodcast at gmail.com. Cluecopodcast. Or shoot us a DM at clueless underscore content. 
on Instagram. And subscribe, give us a follow, all that stuff. And leave a review. Okay. Peace. Go become one with the the universe. universe through brotherhood.